Greetings, welcome, hey yo! And to my peeps, sac passe, I'm Herdeen Mercier, your chief grief crusaders, and welcome to another episode of Redefining Grief. Redefining Grief, my heart, my joy, my purpose. I feel so good. I just can't explain it since I've launched, since I've really taken the time to really spend a lot of time, a lot of quality time marinating in this area called grief so that I can bring you all the best content, provide you with the aha moment that is going to make your grief journey just a little bit better. As you already know, I strongly believe that sadness and happiness can coexist. Yes, sadness and happiness can coexist because you got to remember grief is this natural process that we all experience. You can't run away from it. You can't ghost it. But if I can teach you and if we can be in community to learn how to handle grief when we handle those grief experiences I believe that journey for you of getting to restoration is going to be so much better now I know the world right now is at a place where there's so many unknowns and it can be very unsettling but I want you to know that my prayer is that you are staying safe you are staying indoors you're washing your hands, you're social distancing, um, maybe even cutting off so much or absorbing that information a lot over and over could be very anxiety provoking. So you want to um, pay attention to that. Do not touch your face. Please stay home. Please stay home because this virus is not a joke. It is really not a joke. Um, And I really, I really want all my grief crusaders, everyone in your family, everyone around you to really, really be safe. And I have to be honest with you during this whole process, I do have those times where I am like, oh my God, what is happening? It's happening so fast. Will it affect anyone that I know? But the truth of the matter is, even if I don't know that that individual that is affected by it, a family is affected by it. And that just burdens me and saddens me Then I have to be reminded that I need to be in peace. And I keep singing the song. There's a praise on the inside that I can't keep to myself. And so as I continue to just meditate on those words and how important that I have to Remember that there's a praise on the inside that I can't keep to myself. And I just keep saying, as long as I keep praising, as long as I keep worshiping, as long as I keep moving forward, excited about the next day, ready to conquer it to the best of my abilities, I have to allow God to do what he does best. I really do. Because at the end of the day, he is in control. And for those of you who are having a hard time, you're bored, it's hard to stay inside. Let me provide you a few suggestions that you can do. (laughs) You can declutter. You know, my husband, Dr. Jameson Mercier, the love of my life. 
And I have to tell you, for those of you who are new to the podcast, I do have another podcast that I host with and I've really been stepping back a little bit, but my husband has been really taking on, taking on that podcast called The Couples Council. And that is his passion. That is his baby where he talks to couples and give couples, whether you're in a relationship or not, coupled up with yourself, honey powerful information and that podcast is called the couples council go check it out leave him a review rate him five stars because i'm telling you everything he preach he sure as hell living in this house we do see it it is manifested so i want to encourage you and go and support him my boo boo the couples council um and so he is a minimalist and i think the other day he hurt my feelings y'all he said honey I believe you're a hoarder and I was like what because we were doing some decluttering we have all this extra time and once a month um we have boat pickup and Monday tomorrow is boat pickup and we were trying to declutter some more things and I had some crates and I had some boxes that had the kids things in it like blankets some additional sheets he's like we are not going to use all these sheets and all these blankets but they're, they were associated with memories for me, although I wasn't seeing them. I just, I was comforted in knowing that it was there. And he literally said, baby, I think you're a hoarder. And I think it's best you allow me to declutter the garage by myself. So I just put my head down and walked away <laughs> and let him do what he does best. He is really, really really a minimalist and enjoys putting things away. So that's something you possibly can do to help you on your journey. Another thing that I have been doing, I've been spending a lot of quality time with my creator, that one-on-one time. Um, My coach is Patrice Washington. If you don't know who she is, I suggest that you Google her name or Listen to her podcast that really changed my life called Redefining Wealth. And she has really redefined wealth to well-being for me. And that's why I can say, I have a praise on the inside that I can keep to myself. Lord have mercy. I'm just so excited. And that praise on the inside came from a point of me being purged or pulling back the onions and doing the work of being in her program and working on me and so many things and I want to tell you that she taught us about this space pillar and my faith pillar and you have and one of the things that I have been focusing on my people pillar all of those things I was really good on but that was lacking in faith and I spent a lot of time picking up on my um my faith pillar and it has been truly the joy of my life of reconnecting with my creator and I really owe it to that time of focusing in honing in on my faith pillar thank you coach on Saturday I spent the the day reflecting rejuvenating my garden like I haven't been in my garden for some time and because of this extra time I said let me get my garden back up and I'm super excited I 
I was paying in cow manure. I talk all about it and the lessons that I learned from cow manure and compost on my Instagram, on my social media. If you're not following me there, go check it out. Herdeen Mercier, Herdeen Mercier on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all social media platform. I even have a Pinterest account that I'll be adding to as well. And I talk about the lessons that I learned in that whole process, but I'm planting like thyme, basil, rosemary. I'm planting cucumbers, watermelon, tomato, spearmint tea. My favorite tea is lemongrass tea, spearmint, ginger. I love those. I love, love, love those. Now for today's show, I am overjoyed to be introducing our last anchor I've developed that I believe will help you to embrace happiness and sadness. It is my belief that they both can coexist, like I said earlier. For those of you who are new to the Redefining Grief podcast, I want to welcome you. I want to welcome you and thank you for now becoming a grief crusader because I strongly believe that I cannot do this work by myself. I cannot do this work of helping broken hearts heal so that they can live out their life's purpose. Now, if you are a grief crusader who have not heard all the anchors, I do recommend go back and listening to those. Those episodes are called the truth um, anchor, the heart anchor, the connection anchor, the faith anchor. And for today, I am going to be talking about the restoration anchor. Wow. Restoration for me, recovery. How do we get to that place of recovery with our grief? This anchor is called the restoration anchor because it symbolizes you have reached the place of recovery with your unresolved grief. You have reached the place of recovery with your unresolved grief. Now, let me be clear not get over, but recovery. I got to be clear about that. Restoration is not getting over. It's coming to a place of completion. You've talked about your heartache. You've told the truth about it. You've made the connections that you needed to make. You've talked to God about it. You walked in your faith and now you're at a place. Restoration. And that is the power of these anchors is that my goal is every area that your heart has been broken You've talked about it and now you've gone through those anchors and now you can get to a place of restoration. Why do I say not getting over? Because what I want you to know is you may never forget that your mom or your dad has passed away. You may never forget about your bankruptcy financial hardship you may never forget that you were in a relationship that stripped you of everything as far as it could have gone physically financially emotionally and now you have to get to a place of filling your cup again you may never forget those things that's not what the goal of restoration is The goal of restoration is saying I have done the work of anchoring down in truth healing my broken heart while leading in while leading in those faithful steps and reaching a place of restoration restoration is not acceptance restoration is closure restoration is not acceptance restoration is closure coming to a place to be emotionally complete about the issue 
which will set you on a path towards purposeful living without wearing a mask. That's the goal of restoration is no longer wearing a mask, a.k.a. being fake. Aren't you sick of being fake? Show up for your life. And in showing up for your life, it will allow you to be at a place that when you're triggered, you go, hey, I know what that is. And I know how to anchor down in these areas, whether I'm going to journal about it, write about it, tap into my faith anchor just a little bit more. But I'm going to tell the truth about it. I'm going to speak about it with my connection, the people that I am connected with that is going to help me through this process. That is what it's about. Remember, grief is a normal reaction to any loss. Grief is a normal reaction to any loss. And if you're new to this podcast, let me remind you of what grief can be. Pet loss, grief, legal issues, grief, financial hardship, grief, divorce, grief, hair loss, grief, career change. So much more can be around grief. And I'm going to even add this. Coronavirus, grief. People are worried. They are scared. They're having conflicting emotions. They're scared. Maybe you're a nurse and your job now is to show up and make yourself available to help this individual who has the virus. That's a conflict that you're experiencing. I love my job, but I also love my family. I don't want to bring this back to them. I saw a lady um, post something on Twitter. She said her family had made the decision that her husband, who is a doctor working with individuals who now have coronavirus, he's not coming back home. He is going to go to their other apartment for fear that he would expose the family. Those are grief situations because it's causing a conflict that you now need to make a decision on. I hope I'm making this clear. And all of this is normal. All of this is normal. I know society doesn't teach us that grief is normal. They tell us that we need to push through, pucker up, stop crying. All of that is crap. Showing your emotions does not make you weak. I believe showing your emotions make you strong. Think about this for a moment. If you fall down and break your leg, do you stay home wishing that your broken leg will be healed? Do you? I pray your answer is no. This is what it's all about, grief crusaders. This movement is all about teaching that grief sucks and we know it, but we must still live. We must understand the power of knowing how to handle those dark times, knowing what to do when life is a mess. How do we make it? the lemonade out of those sour parts of life. This is my personal truth and belief that this life is not perfect. And I'll say it countless times. This life is not perfect, but the goal is living it. The goal is living it. Too many of us are waiting for this perfect life to show up on our front doors before we start living Too many of us are waiting for this perfect life to show up on our front doors so that we can start living. And guess what's happening? It's robbing you. It's robbing you of these moments that you have right now. It's robbing you of these moments that you have with your family and your friends and your loved ones. It's robbing you of that. And my job as the chief grief crusader 
is to show you that even though it may be hard, baby, pick up that foot and take the next step. Please, grief crusaders, take the next step. Listen to me. Understanding that this anchor will allow you to achieve a place of restoration is my goal. Restoration is saying, I surrender. Restoration is saying, okay, God, you got this. I may not like the fact that I had to bury my mother. I may not like the fact that I had to go through a divorce. I may not like the fact that I am dealing with um, legal issues. I may not like the fact that my husband has just been diagnosed with a terminally. My husband has just been diagnosed with cancer and I'm shaking and I'm broken. But restoration is saying, I will tell the truth about it. I will tell the truth about how I feel. I will tell the truth about my broken heart. I will now connect with the people that I need to connect with. I will take the necessary faith walk so that when I get to my place of restoration, that I will have a praise on the inside. I will have a praise on the inside. There's a praise on the inside that I can keep to myself. There's a praise on the inside that's dying to get out. And I understand it's hard right now. I had those times where I could not turn on the radio. I could not sing. I could not dance. I could not do anything. I just stayed in my bed, shut the blinds, did not communicate, just cried. Because I felt lost. So I understand what you've experienced. But I'm telling you what I want you to know is that you too, when you do the work, you will, you will, you will get to this place of saying, there's a praise on the inside that I can't keep to myself. And I want to leave you with this, Chief Grief Crusaders, is you are not alone. You are not alone. And remember, the goal of life is not perfection. The goal of life is that you come and you lived. The goal of life is that you came and you lived. And you left a legacy. My goal is to leave a legacy of joy, happiness, of joy, happiness and my children also see those times where I was sad but they saw mom take the next step you understand leaving that emotional legacy of well-being which is wealth well-being is wealth and I'm not talking about that money wealth y'all but I'm not I'm saying that the true definition of wealth and what I learned is that it's a it's a place of well-being And that's what I want from you. I love you. I thank you all. Please, I want to hear from you. I want to know what you thought about this this episode. Hit me up on my social media platforms, especially Instagram, where I like to play. Tag me. If you're listening, tag me and encourage me. I have to tell you, words of affirmation is my love language. Words of affirmation is my love language. And so when I receive them, it just motivates me to keep going. I appreciate you all. Please stay indoors. I love you. I love you. Let's do this thing called life. Ciao, ciao.